0: Hey folks, Dutz here. Just wanted to let you know that we touch on a little mental health and medication talk towards the end of this episode, and that might not be for everyone. It's also worth noting that since the recording of our episode, Kanye's started saying and doing things that we don't stand behind. You can hear in our discussion that we care about him a lot, and have a lot of respect and admiration for him as an artist. You might feel differently, and that's okay, but I think we'd all like to see him healthy and safe and taking better care of himself. That's it. Enjoy the show.
1: folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys Blowing. I'm the Big Hand Bopper, sitting here with Jefferson Dutton. Hey folks. and and called Calpacus. What is up? Well, you know them best from the Sloppy Boys podcast, but apparently you two also have a band, which I'm so curious about. I want to check them out. Are they on Spotify, or how are we doing this?
2: Yeah, we're on Spotify is how we're doing it, and you can stream us anywhere, and life on the road can be really fun sometimes.
1: That's great. Now, that's what I hear. Some people, it really wears them down, but you two seem to love it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah do. You, we you really pretty do much it.
1: tell me every every single time I have on the show. You tell me about that. Is we get it? You love the road. Yep. <laughs> but I do, I do, uh, just always want to clarify you are in a band, and that sounds very exciting because life on the road must be too
0: wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You bring up a good point, <laughs> big hand bopper.
2: Yeah. So that's why I was wondering why, why does big hand bopper like why does he think it's so interesting we're in a band? And it's because life on the road, the road is pretty crazy. crazy. That's right.
1: Yeah. And every time I see you guys, I always have you in the studio. I, I, I look at both of you, and I, I'm looking at Tim, and I say, okay, uh, Tim's got the, the, the black hair that good for him and i always look at jeff and he's <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he changes hair color again wow and what is it gonna be purple what is gonna I go know, along they, with that they, name? the
2: colors change yeah. so fast you can't keep track of it yeah, yeah
0: it oh. changed one time and then we talk about it being purple maybe. yeah and it's Ooh.
2: been it's been blonde for maybe 10 months
1: <laughs> i knew you high. i hope you keep us up to date on that jeff because it sounds very exciting
2: <laughs> <laughs> dude jeff Hand bobber makes a good point. What if we were on the road? You know, we yeah. kind of get wild out there. Yeah, if you yeah. change your hair color while we were out on the road, while on the road, yeah, <laughs> no, no. I think good. that
1: would blow up the this. The blowout would blow up. I think. No. Too much excitement. Could be good. Couldn't be done. Couldn't be done. Um, I have a feeling this is going to be
0: a good episode. I feel like we're gonna have a lot to talk about. Me too. Yeah, yeah. You think that? You think that? Yeah. Well. I mean, we are all feeling a little tipsy.
2: That'll yep. happen. Yep,
0: yep, yep. Because of the drink of the week, folks. Friday, mm-hmm. you know how to tune in. Yeah, just get the dial, <laughs> tune in on the dial. Tune in on the dial.
1: Um, yes, we, we, what do we do? The, uh, the monkey gland. Yeah, I'm Sorry. still drinking one. I'm, I'm drinking, I'm
0: sipping a martini here. Oh, my. I did a little tweak that I think you guys are going to like. Ooh. I don't want to spoil it here, but I'll say, less absinthe. <laughs> Smart. That's good. I think you can keep that in. That's okay. Audience, yeah, what yeah, the hell? They're, they're like, they're, 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 these are inner circle. These are the slop heads, baby. Mm. Now, yeah, Mido, I mean,
2: we can let them. Martini in, looks stuff. pretty dirty. Did you dirty that up?
1: I dirtied it up. I, I went a little too much. I think on the dirty, in it. and I put uh, really, I That's very gross. Evil. I, I <laughs> think
2: an extra dirty martini is kind of. I, I see a lot of them around these mm-hmm. days.
1: It's it's just a little too salty, and I've got these those little tiny. Uh, uh, olives. So I put five of those olives in there. Yes.
2: Whoa! The, speaking of the salt, Mike, we don't want to put you in the grave with this drink. Yeah. Mm, the, the the blood pressure. We're no. Going
0: no. On. No. I'm I'm past that. I'm I've accepted it.
2: <laughs> learning learning to live with it. <laughs>
0: Michael, good job using an odd amount of olives. You always That's want to right. use an odd amount of olives, not never an even.
2: Oh, bad I, luck. Well, what's weird is I would think an even amount of olives is quite an odd choice. Mm, yes, <laughs> Ooh, yes. yes, yes,
1: It is funny when you go to a you go to a, a like the olive choice on some of these. It's like hey, maybe it's just one big one at the bottom, or I three on one, a stick, one fan. or like five on a stick that goes across the top. It's like uh, you can do anything. The six, like the when you're in the five and six range, it's a little excessive.
0: I'd like to get one that was just filled with 11 olives, mm. just filling Ooh. the base. I'd like to have one. The olive is so big, you pour the you, drink in that. You drink out of the olive, like a big old <laughs> <Yeah>. pina colada. <laughs> That's a right. great uh, idea. Pineapple. Can you make them big? How big can you make an olive, I wonder? I don't know. They can do anything. The GMOs are... Limitless, and then you can eat that big fleshy
1: olive when you're (laughs) (laughs) done. Have you guys ever eaten? You ever eat? uh, You ever get mangoes like out of the produce section and eat those? Yes. Mangoes are tough to eat. It's tough. They're tough to eat. They're tough to cut up. The pit is all
2: funky. They're not. They're not ripe. It must be the problem. Well, also you got to. I wait till
1: I can squeeze
2: them. Well, it's got that long, flat pit. You chop off the two sides, and then what I do is I, I kind of do that kind of grenade yeah. cut, you know? Yeah, yeah, And then you pop it.
0: Oh. Grenade cut and pop.
1: There you go.
2: I'll pull the pin with my teeth and I'll throw it at
1: <laughs> Throw it to your neighbors. I, uh, the other day I, I saw something online. You cut the, the cheeks off, what you're talking about. Oh. And then you take a cup with a thin lip on it, and you kind of mm. dig it out like
0: oh,
1: out of there. That's smart. Ooh. Yeah. So you get a one big... Um, Chunk. I mean, that's the idea. It doesn't work for anyone.
2: I've been hitting up the uh, the 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 fruit carts here in Los Angeles. There you go. That's how you get a mango. Ah, And I tell my guy, I say, "Buddy, go go nuts with that chamoy hot sauce and that tahini shaker. Squeeze all the lime you want, buddy. I love (laughs) you. I love you to death." (laughs) There's times in my life I think that he's that's the closest relationship I have
0: is me and that fruit (laughs) cart guy. Hey, Mike, when you come out. Yeah. Fruit card. Take the fruit card. <laughs> oh, fruit, fruit fruit card
2: blow oh, blowout. Bingo. That's a great idea. Bingo Mango. Really
1: cool. Um well I won't I'm not gonna ask too many questions about it because we'll be doing it in a blowout. Good. Bingo. Yes. Oh, but I've got questions. <laughs> Lots of them.
2: You got questions, we've got answers. We got answers. Fruit, fruit card episode of the blowout.
1: Mango. What is that? You've got questions, we've got answers. Uh, um, go? no. uh Circuit City.
0: Circuit circuit city.
2: Best it part? Is. We should bring Chris Katan to the mango cart with us. <laughs> <laughs> we met him once.
0: He's a veil.
1: Now, is it a fruit cart or a, man, a mango cart?
2: It's a fruit cart, but I wanted to tie in a mm-hmm, reference mm-hmm. to the character.
0: Also, if you're in L.A., a lot obviously. of those those fruit carts are the same management. It's not just like oh. renegade fruit people. There's like a company that gives them Renegades the carts. Renegades
1: of funk. Huh.
0: Right, Tim? They're, there's a name that's on all of them. Oh. They have the same rainbow umbrella and chrome cart. You've seen them all over See, the See, I
2: don't like that. I, I wanted to think that these are all uh, sole proprietors. Mm,
0: I mean, I bet you there are uh, regionally. But mm. in Los Feliz, I think we're dealing with a bit of a local chain. Mm.
1: Yeah. Hey, speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, plant-based food, I, uh, the the meatless march is still going well?
2: Hey we'll say.
1: great. uh I have the other night I was coming home after hanging out with some friends. I, we stopped in for a slice of pizza, and oh, it slipped my mind. I got a pepperoni
0: pizza. <laughs> it
3: slipped your mind
0: So so sorry, it's going well. Yeah. It was the headline. Going well, yeah. And then the, the the next sentence down is, "You had some pepperoni. I slipped. but we did give me we did give myself a a little
1: bit of a one meat per week. So yes, pepperoni uh,
2: was this week's meat.
1: Very Catholic. Pepperoni yeah. was this week, and
2: uh, I may have done it a
1: few days later, but uh, the same sort of situation. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, after a, f-
2: uh, tipping a few brewskis, that you start to forget about the meat situation, huh? I yeah. don't, who said I had any
1: brewskis? You know, my, I will say, my mind was foggy, and I was speaking a lot lo- louder than I usually do. But yeah, I did, yeah. maybe did was there kind
2: of like a shiny <laughs> sweat to your forehead a little bit? Could be, probably, could yeah. be.
1: Uh, you know, I would have been in a condition that would have been illegal to operate an automobile on the road. Got it. Hmm. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, but I've been enjoying the, I've been enjoying the food. I'm making at home and I'll leave it at that.
2: Are you hit, are you doing the, the, the morning star and the microwavables or are you just cooking veggies? I, I,
1: I've been, I made another big egg bake and that's like, I've had that this week. Great. And then, uh. Jeez, I've been doing that beyond meat and like making. I've just been making spaghetti and stuff that doesn't have meat in it. Yeah,
0: doing uh, shrimp
1: pasta stuff.
0: I bought myself some Impossible patties just the other day because I like to throw my stomach some curveballs. Sure. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 eat, I eat meat, um, but I also, you know, I like to keep my stomach guessing and kind of yeah. give it all sorts of different, all sorts of different fuel from all over the map. Yeah.
2: I uh, was, you know, on a little bit of an egg kick after our egg blowout, sure. yeah, and and I really wanted to perfect the soft scramble, and it took me a few Ooh. tries, but I eventually, with a low enough heat and enough patience, m- m- merely egg and salt hmm. in a pan with butter. But it's pretty amazing if you're very, very, <laughs> um. What's the word where you're not impatient but you're patient? (laughs) (laughs) If you're patient, you got the little rubber spatula and you're just pushing the eggs around softly, and then you little push, push. You you cook them just barely, and it's pretty amazing. You would think these are cream; these these have cream in them, but they don't. They're just eggs. But
0: they're just just big old big old cumulus clouds of eggs. But you put milk in them, right? Don't you put milk in them?
2: With this, no. I I read a little uh, article that said, you know, if you cook it perfectly, you don't need any dairy milk.
0: Wow, I'm gonna try that tomorrow. <laughs>
2: I'll tell Good you what.
0: Shit. I had a little. I had a little uh, egg innovation myself the other day. Egg innovation. I was cooking up myself up some Maruchin ramen ah, you know, there in, it is. in like the, the little biscuit of dried ramen. Yep. Crunch, crunch. <laughs> crunch, in, crunch, in, crunch. The, in the styrofoam or you, the one that you put out, pull out? The one that you pull out <clears throat> and you, you, you know, it comes in a little bag, a little plastic bag and you throw that in the boiling water, mm. two cups of boiling water. I think what I did was I read you instead of doing it for two minutes, boiling it for two minutes, you boil it for a minute and a half. And you crack an egg right in it, turn the heat off, lid it for two minutes. Uh So you get a nice poach in the middle of your ramen. You kind of corral it all into a bowl, a serving (laughs) bowl. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Corral sort of suggests it's difficult to do, but yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. You sort of coax it all together. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then then you got a nice like soft boiled egg where the whites are cooked. But that yolk is going to... Run, run, run. <laughs> yes,
3: yes. A do
1: run,
0: run, run. You a stir it run. in and you get, a nice, you get a nice creamy ramen with some egg chunks throughout.
1: Ooh, that's nice. Damn, dude. Yeah. Why, don't you, why don't you do it? You should do like a, just a hard-boiled egg and then cut it in half and plop it in like, like a ramen, like
0: silver ramen or something. Yep, yep. That would work, right?
2: What, what an amazing way to turn like a 10-cent meal into something worthwhile.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. great. Something bloggable, shareable. <laughs>
2: Clickable, shareables, viral sensations.
1: <laughs> it's a viral sensation.
2: <sighs> yes. Speaking of viral sensation, well... Well... Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll got it, guys. I can take it from here. Uh, I know how to host the show. I've been hosting it for over a year. All right. <laughs> Today, we are talking about the man, the living legend. I will say he is a living legend because he does things that are of legend, Yep. Yeah. Kanye West and the the <laughs> documentary series on Netflix called Genius. I will read the <clears throat> synopsis provided uh, by our very own Jeff Jefferson Dunn. Uh, the lives <laughs> of an emerging—you didn't write it, but he, yeah, yeah. He okay. copied and pasted it for me in the chat here on the Zoom. Uh, the lives of an emerging, uh, <clears throat> the lives of an emerging superstar and a filmmaker intertwined in this intense, intimate docu series charting Kanye West's career.
0: Filmed over two decades.
3: Hmm.
0: I love Damn. it. Damn. It's directed by Cootie and Chike, his uh, friends from Chicago that followed him around. Yep. Or Cootie did anyway.
1: Yeah. It's one of those things where you watch and it's like, boy, who, uh, you know, had who had like the wherewithal? Or it's great that he had the wherewithal to be like, I'll film this guy for a while and see what happens.
2: And it's 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 a real sticky thing because it's like their, their relationship is fascinating. It has some kind of brutal moments, but you're like, you see that happen in showbiz where it's like you're all tangled up in each other. Like Cootie's documentary is relying on on Kanye, Kanye's career, but yeah. Kanye is is early on saying, "Yeah, man, Cootie, let's do this." But then when Kanye takes off, it's like we're like we know versions of that in being in the comedy world or showbiz. As you're coming up, it can be hard. Like you talk to you're young and everything's DIY, and then boom, some money starts coming in. And it goes to some. You know, we know collectives of people where the on-camera people got rich and the off-camera people didn't. And you say, hey, mm. that's yeah. a little tricky. That's mm. a little sticky.
1: Sticky, tricky wicky. Uh, yeah, that I, I wonder... <laughs> I'd like to see a documentary like this done by somebody who's like... I followed this one musician around, and he did not
0: pan out. Yeah, and
1: I was—I still have
0: the footage, so let's <laughs> yeah. watch. I bet you there there's are a bunch probably of them. So
2: many of those, Just yeah. by I mean,
0: Nature—they by nature there's they never a come lot
2: up. more non-Kanye's than Kanye cootie yeah, at the jackpot.
0: My first reaction to the whole existence of this fucking thing before I even watched it was coming off the heels of Get Back. The yeah. restraint that some of these artists have sitting on footage
2: for fucking decades seriously my mm-hmm. god
0: well
1: you gotta think though if you're kanye west who likes to have control over his image and everything he probably is so busy with other stuff to make this come out did he produce this at all was he like no well, but that, he did he thing. threw a
2: little shit fit right before it came out because he wanted final cut and they wouldn't let him in the editing room uh, but but I mean, he, he is
0: i was looking for it the whole time i watched all three uh segments mm-hmm. uh episodes and Wait, me did. too.
2: Are we saying officially to the to the patrons here? Yeah, we'll. we'll it's just the whole series. We gave them enough time. We gave yeah. everybody yeah. a few. And, me- and
1: and like I, uh, I, I fin- I'm uh, one and a half. I'm halfway through the second. Oh, copy, Mike, copy. you're
2: in the best part.
1: I know. But I'm excited. It's it's great watching the album come together. Is so, the the, the, the like oh, we we'll talk about that in that a minute. Modern modern recording. I want to talk about all about
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> but like but like uh, I I kept looking for Kanye's name in the credits because. It feels like, even though it's sort of improper for documentary, something mm. like this needs the sign-off of its subject to exist on this scale. Right. The same way that Michael Jordan was a producer on Last Dance. Yeah, yeah. And a real, but, document, a real documentarian mm. would say, like, well, that's not really a documentary then if it's just fucking propaganda right, right, right. that's signed off by the person. And I really like um, all the I like all the propaganda shit. The uh, Justin Bieber, One Direction, Katy Perry, Taylor Swift. I like all those. They're all very fun to watch. This one. Would you put more... Billie
1: Eilish in that camp? I'm just trying, trying to get a sense of Ooh,
0: Michael. Well, I haven't I... seen the Billie Eilish. Oh yeah, okay. it's good, Jay. It's actually... let's do it. Let's do it, it on a blow up.
1: Didn't
0: we already? Oh, okay, that came out like a year ago though. Yeah, yeah, it's not fresh, but I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I love that shit, like I just said. Yeah, but um. There is a documentary on Lil Wayne called The Carter that came out a couple of years ah, ago, yeah, many years ago. I remember and watching that, that is, while you were watching a little bit. And like, that's a doc that started with his blessing and ended without his blessing. So it's the same sort of deal of they, they were given like a ton of access. And then at some point in the doc, you see the subject be like, get the fuck out of here. And yet it still comes out. Which Did is really he get fun big in say. that,
1: like over the course of that? or uh... what,
0: what, what happened in the Carter is that like the, the sort of second lead is his manager, his friend from home, who eventually calls him out, uh, tries to tries to voice concerns about his uh, drug use, the SERP. Mm-hmm. And then Kanye turns on him and then the crew and says, uh, I, essentially, a junkie can't do what I do. If you're with me, you're with me. And if you're not, you're out. Wow, Wayne Wayne says that. Already. Yeah, on stage. By the way, you like brings gotcha, the guy gotcha. out. And, you said and Kanye. Like, I didn't know if that happens in this. No, no, no. That's special. that's like the Lil Wayne version. But gotcha. the Kanye one, broad strokes are the first two uh, episodes are about early Chicago up through the release of College Dropout, and mm-hmm. then him and Cootie have like a bit of a separating of ways, and then part three is about everything since like
2: but that uh, that really is fascinating the way that that plays out that you're like <clears throat> they're young and it's like oh yeah cootie's following kanye around and oh my god we get to see all this and you understand footage.
0: why he drops his job to follow him
2: yeah because he see, yeah. he sees like this guy is, this is gonna happen for this dude but the fact that it's like stuff you heard about and like kanye just like walking around the halls of rockefeller like rapping to people like receptionists and stuff that was the it's be- so that fun was- to see that Crazy. But then later, once Kanye is like famous <clears throat> and there's like a few moments of like them seeing each other at a party and like not talking not or talking. when yeah. when Kanye accidentally calls Cootie Chike and then acts like he's making a joke out of it and does it a few more times. I'm like, I don't like that joke. This is harsh uh, shit, but it is uh, very funny where it's like we then well, I don't want to spoil things for Michael, but that's we, right when Cootie falls off for a six year period and it's probably the most interesting period we miss out on fucking Honolulu yeah we miss out Dark on, on fantasy, 808's Twisted Fantasy him meeting Kim Kardashian like you know the very years you would want <laughs> Cootie's not there for it and you're like wow that is so weird that like Cootie was like getting up to his own thing during those years
3: yeah
1: but I would say you know you, this thing is called genius because it, he was a genius getting started and then at that point, he was still a genius, but he was just kind of rolling with his whole celebrity. I think,
2: but he's he's never you know he never just goes on autopilot. It's it's a, that's a real artist that even when you're the tip top of fame, you're challenging people. I mean, I was thinking about you know. What your 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 guys? What your Kanye journey is? Because I know we all like him. I think of him as a Jeff guy. A lot of these songs, I think of DJ. Oh my god, like, spinning these songs at our old house parties. Yeah, there's um, there's
1: so many things I re-listened to uh, College Dropout, and there's so many moments in it because I wasn't super familiar with it. I was like, oh, Jeff says that all the time. Like, uh, <laughs> what, like do, that, what do you what do that, you mean? that long thing at the long tr- last track where Kanye's talking about uh, like his whole story. And yeah. he's like, you know, Jay-Z came in. He's like, oh, you're a real soulful dude. I was like, God, I've heard Jeff say that a million times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. Okay.
2: Now, so, Jeff, were you, I, you're the Kanye guy amongst us, but were you there?
0: I am like, no expert. Keep going. Really? But among, among the three That's, of us, I think. But, I mean, a fan, but, like, I don't know, like.
2: But, I mean, just who, as the albums were coming out, like, I remember <laughs> who every one of these. I remember every single one of these albums coming out. I was on a different track. I chose wrong, right? I was an indie rock guy.
0: No, but, like, there was an interesting shit going on. There was Strokes going on. There was Jack there, there White was, going there on. There was,
2: but, like, there there should be a... I get this feeling a lot from documentaries. These Being old enough to watch documentaries of things that you lived through, and if you weren't paying attention, you know... Like like the two three peats with the Chicago Bulls, I was on the planet for that, and I was just like MJ, yeah. but I didn't yeah, <laughs> follow same, it or whatever. Same, same and, and it's it's funny to with Kanye. I mean, I like what I like, and that's that. But and and it was like the thing I was into was a, was a whole thing. But I always respected Kanye. I liked him. I knew that I knew every single as it dropped. I listened to it. and I said this guy's funny and cool, and I love him. But I didn't. I never bought a CD. I never bought a concert ticket. And what history has proven, I would say also like pop music, then you would either were on like the Kanye track or maybe like the Taylor Swift track, because that, you know, like then they, that's sort of uh, a little bit of a male female breakdown in pop versus hip hop. And then they're rivals for obvious reasons. But most of the people of my generation kind Mm -hmm. of side with, uh, or, or Kanye and Taylor are still relevant, right? My people, all got folded into that. Like if I was on the indie rock train, what happens to Justin Vernon of, uh, Bonnie Vare or Ezra Koenig of vampire weekend. Yeah. They, they write for Kanye. Right. You know? And then right. like, and what happens to, and in
0: some cases, Taylor also,
2: that, that's what I was going to say. Uh, but Justin Verner also sings, uh, uh, and then like the national guy produces. So like all of my guys kind of went behind the camera and are like, this is where the money is. And, uh, the kind of hipstery indie scene from like Brooklyn, it kind of like, it's like a movement that happened, but it, it, it went, the money like went kind of into the, they're they're getting rich off their publishing rights now and stuff like that. But you're not. They're not like you know. The the strokes are still a big deal and and whatever. Uh, yeah, right. They'll you know, headline
0: like, any festival they play. Yeah,
2: but but like like their albums aren't relevant. Jack White will keep coming out with albums. He's not relevant. I'll always like. The oh, guy he's touring that. this
1: year. I think he'll he'll be coming. Uh,
2: well, I would love to go see that. He's yeah. got blue hair now. Who would have thought?
1: Yeah. Well.
2: But huh. but Kanye's ability. That's what's interesting for, for me watching this documentary sent me off on a Kanye kick and I've been listening to the dissect podcast about him and I've been listening to his music and I'm like this dude, I see why he is such a tyrant and why he has all the bravado and the braggadocio is because the number of times he was right about culture, like yeah. starting with like, Oh, I, I do soul samples. I chop up old soul songs and I, and I do chipmunk vocals mm-hmm from that to be, and then like, oh, and I'm kind of, I wear a pink polo, I'm kind of nerdy. But then you, the number of times this guy was right, it's like 808s and Heartbreaks came out and I was like, nice try, Kanye. Same. Uh, this is not where it's at, dude. Uh, you're, you're using autotune as a gimmick, you're wrong and you shouldn't be singing. You're not a vocalist, you should have a singer singer hooks. Now what is hip hop now? Every rapper sings basically. Yep. They're all basically yep. like chill bad all, singers. All,
0: all the like Drakes and Post Malones and Weeknd's. they're all singers. It's crazy. And like, and, and like it actually like kind of like blurs the line. Like you actually have the posture of somebody who is a rapper.
2: And, I honestly and, think like these people you, are but singers, are but they are a singer. I think they just think that singer is a lame word, so they're like, "I'm a rapper and I look like a rapper," but they don't. But they are singers. Well, I think,
0: like,
1: would, would you say Kanye like made rap uh, pop music?
0: Ar- Artie, uh, poppy, but, and like, but but arty.
1: pop music in the sense that now because he got much more. Uh, would you say? He got more play, like radio play, than like Jay Z's albums, well, who was probably the next big thing. Like, I don't
2: know. That, like, I haven't that. looked at those numbers, but they make the point in the doc that it's like he brought hip hop to the suburbs and, you know, like he cashed Uh in on this giant white audience that couldn't, you know, that, that was like, like, Uh, I like, yeah, go ahead. Well, it's just a funny thing that when they talk about how hip hop used to have to be hard, that it was like, you had to be like, Oh, I'm a drug dealer. And then I have like this life experience. That's very interesting. And Mm -hmm. I express it through rapping. Kanye's coming into it from a different thing of like, I like words and I like rapping and I like beats and I'm I'm not pretending to be hard. You know? I
1: like that in the in part one when he's talking to, or he's like really trying to get signed by Rockefeller or what was uh, Talib Kweli's? Uh,
0: uh, raucous uh, Records.
1: Yeah. He was talking to some guy in the street who was a producer or manager or something. And he was like, you don't fit in like anywhere. Like you're not hard enough to be at Rockefeller. Like that's not what they do. And yeah. I like that. He was just said, do what you do and you'll be fine. But like, it made sense. Like he, Kanye, didn't fit in there. And he, there was that one scene where they were doing a music video for a guy's name I hadn't heard before, and, and that, it was you know, just oh. like they were just they they were all wearing like the jerseys and stuff and mm-hmm. posturing. Yeah, it was just like it just looks. Goosh, I Kanye doesn't do that at all, and he can kind of only do everything for himself. He couldn't fit in on other people's tracks or whatever. But
0: that that video in particular, I remember watching that point of the video and being like, that that looks so dated and lame to me. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. that was like that was like the cool like hard posturing Rockefeller thing. It was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who gives a? I mean, I oh look, folks at home, we have very white takes on rap music. That's just how this is. I don't give a fuck about Memphis Bleak.
1: You don't have to say it like that, Jesus Christ. No, but
0: but but like you, you can maybe say,
1: "Hey, I've I've never heard Mumble songs. You can say that's maybe a blind spot for him, me but. and I
2: promise to look okay, into it. There you go. Jeez. But when we were pre-Kanye, when we were in college especially, it was like dirty south hip hop was, mm-hmm. yeah, was it was the like Nelly and that's stuff. That's what he was reacting to.
0: And and for me, for me I listened to uh, like Snoop and Dre was my like main Mm-hmm. was my main rap shit.
2: Kind of like the main podcast as opposed to like the, the like blah. The, the, yeah,
0: the was, yeah Yeah. But um, did, did you guys feel like, I like that in the doc they talked, or Kanye specifically talked about like, I could be the bridge. Mm. And he was talking about like, it's a byproduct of him not fitting in. He's a little bit of raucous records. He's a little bit of Rockefeller. But he was like, I could be the bridge between like rap and art and like pop music. And I do feel like, Somebody asked me um, recently, why do you like Kanye so much? And, and what would you say? Well, uh, I think part of it is just like he, first of all, scored my, some of the best years of my life for like a decade and a half. Was, You're was talking always, about the Donda record? <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> the, too. the, the, the MAGA stuff. <laughs> yeah. I always felt a little bit on the outside of Dre and Snoop. Mm-hmm. Of course, being Makes like sense. a being like a white kid listening to it on the bus, Jamin ninety four five.
1: An easy yeah, an East Coast kid who's younger than 10, fifteen yeah. years younger than.
0: <laughs> yeah, substantially younger. Um but Kanye rapped about working at the gap and being self conscious mm-hmm. and stuff that I felt like extremely relatable. Like he was he was like a rapper that like didn't just sound good sonically, but like I found to be like a relatable character. And I think that, also that was sort of the way in. His his like
1: Kanye's whole thing is music, obviously, and then he builds like the videos and his look for album each album. Yeah, and, the guy's full of you know, ideas. Who he's, who he's dating is is a piece of the whole art thing or whatever. So it's like it's it's an interesting look, or it's interesting to see a guy doing the whole thing.
0: Yeah, uh, I love which all is, that is treat, Treating it like Michael Jackson, as opposed to exactly. a rapper. Yeah, yeah.
2: But he and really sound makes changed it... it so much the way he he's doing i love the fucking like the 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 proper nouns of it all and that he's he's into fashion and like the stuff he talks about is very it really sticks out like if you think of it in terms of hip hop hip hop at the time but then you're just like it's it's a very uh that's very alluring to like hear a song and like the way that he's just like yeah like rapping about like w- women or fashion or like, yeah, I bought this watch just to say you ain't up on this and that type of thing is, like, it's so, I mean, he's a real writer and he really is, like, yeah. uh, full of ideas. And that is just funny to hear it coming in this, like, new context. But the thing about, like, when I was saying about him, like, 808s and heartbreaks, it's, like, that's yet another time where he, he was, like, told no and he was proven right. Oh. But then just about being a culture guy, how many more times – Yeezys, I looked at them. I thought, Kanye, those look stupid. They're not going to take off. That's what shoes look like now. Mm. The long beige T-shirts that go down your knees. I was like, sorry, dude. I got a closet full of them. (laughs) Hanford's got a closet full of them. The guy has been maybe six or seven different giant cultural touchstones. He predicted them and he did them. And every step of the way, I was like, (laughs) oh. Poor Kanye, he finally met it. <laughs>
1: do yeah. you think people will start wearing the full masks, the full like
2: the black mask? No. I yeah, mean, who do you that's, think that's that will, pop star shit? Kim's yeah. doing it. I'm I'm curious about this. Uh, uh, what's the the Italian designer he works with now with Gap? Um,
1: mm, Pizza Fazoli.
2: Balenciaga. Ah, I'm I'm very curious. Really. To see. Yeah, he's he has a deal where it's like Balenciaga clothes are being sold at Gap. That's what the whole oh, Julia yeah, Fox yeah, thing yeah, was yeah. about. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, people pointed out that was like, that's like him marketing where it's like, Julia Fox is like this, she kind of brings me down to middle class in a good way, and I'm going to gallivant around with her while I'm promoting my Gap. Uh,
0: see, I, I knew that Kanye had like, I knew that he had a Gap deal, but I didn't know that he was roping in Balenciaga.
2: He did. Well, he's had this Gap deal for like years year. and hadn't done anything yeah. with it, yeah.
0: Um, the, the thing I want to say about, um, 808s and, okay, 808s, I remember even being a fan, being like, mm, I don't know, man.
1: I know you said, I remember you saying that. I said, Jeff, it's, you, I liked it, it off the bat. And I said, you're going to, you're going to be there, Jeff. I know you will.
0: You know what? Like RoboCop in particular felt like musical theater to me. You said ice capades which I, which uh, I, know, I know what it, you it, mean. It, it felt like Disney on ice. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it felt like it felt like ice capades and then but what was interesting was that he then (laughs) took that and on the next album married it into what he used to do with twisted fantasy which i think is his like high watermark for me yeah some people, but, some people's, your mileage may vary.
2: Really, I feel like that's agreed upon to be a masterpiece, even by non hip hop people.
0: That, like in I my mean,
2: world, I, I felt like all the websites and stuff I read were like, yeah, this is a masterpiece.
0: I'm I'm also coming at it from like not I'm not a hip hop head. I'm coming at it from like a rock and pop, I guess, perspective. Mm-hmm. And so because that's the most, I mean, that album's like Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon to me. That's mm-hmm. that's like one of the great maximalist like masterpieces and then other dark twisted uh, fantasy you're saying dark twisted fantasy yeah. and then like yeah. if you stay up on hip-hop and what's going on and the lyricism and the way the trends are going that's like a little old now it's like old school and like things yeah. are going more trap and more drill and more like I feel like it was the
2: end of that chapter I feel like, after like what else that, he, are
0: you gonna top him
2: yeah you, the idea of going bigger than that then yeah. would be a stupid thing to do I feel like that and it only he has a little bit of the Michael Jordan mentality of like he needs to be slighted in order to get um, inspired. So he, need after like three big hit albums, he then tried something with 808s and Heartbreaks. And he, it's not like it even flopped, but he needed a little. It was bit, misunderstood. It was Pinkerton. But that's, he would have never gotten inspired to create this giant masterpiece had he not. Read a couple of bad bad reviews, and, right? Uh, and he needs that every step of the way.
0: There was the Taylor thing too. I think around then. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because that 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 was all like post Donda post post uh after Donda his mom Daya. died, and um so Donda dying led to 808s, I think. Yeah, I think that's what. And then you know people take it as romantic, but he's also singing about his mom. He's singing about Chicago.
2: Oh, I didn't know. Well, that. he does the cool thing where like intentionally songs are supposed to be. He'll be like, this song yeah. is about I'm singing to society or a girl. I'm singing to Chicago mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. my wife, you know, like right. whatever.
0: But, yeah. but, but, like, the thing, the thing I just want to like, he, I feel like he wasn't fully wielding 808s. He was trying, he was going right. out on a limb. Yeah, yeah. And then he fully adopted it. And it reminds me of how Spielberg was going out on a limb to do Kubrick for AI and it was a little clumsy and then he did minority report and he was fully wielding it.
2: Right. And it's just a bummer about being a celebrity is like you're, when you're trying to take a chance, you're trying to, uh, to to grow it's happening on the grandest scale. And then people are going to like, you don't get to like test things yeah. out quietly. and
0: hopefully people are on board
1: for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I know something about uh, that carries over from the first album all the way till, I was I didn't really listen to uh, Donda. What, two was it was. Is there only? Is it called Donda Two?
2: Donda came out in the fall. Two, two just came out a couple of weeks ago, but it's gotcha. only on the stem player, so I haven't.
1: Heard. I haven't. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I listened to a little bit of anyway. Uh, but he he's got this style that's so like, uh, rhyming the same word over and over again, but the word before it, yeah, is the rhyme. Oh, that's great. It's it was I was like oh my god he's been doing this remember he, he had that song I was like I miss the old Kanye Kanye mm-hmm. I was like man that's uh I, I you listen to that at first and it's like oh he's just rhyming the same word but it's pretty it gets in your head and it's uh smarter than just like throwing the same word out no
2: it's 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 very cool it's a whole different approach to rapping and then I also love that song because like at that moment that like life of Pablo I was sort of like. I kind of miss the old Kanye. And then he comes out with a song. He's like, (laughs) I miss the old, and then like that, he's like, yeah, chop up the beats Kanye. I would have liked to meet Kanye. But then he makes a point. He's like, when I came, there was no Kanye. I'm Kanye. I invented Kanye. There weren't any. Now I look around, I see a lot of Kanye's. I love Kanye. I get Kanye. Like, don't you tell me what Kanye should or shouldn't be. But I did. It's so funny. He'll (laughs) just trick every time as much as I can. When time passes, I'll give him credit for everything. I I still like push back on like every phase a little bit and even now like I love it when somebody makes something grand but then they can keep a little loose and I thought that my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is like as as huge as it is it has like a sense of humor and some like looseness to it that I like yeah. and like yeah. but like right now like Donda it it's just funny to me that like okay so you're you're coming out with this long album and it's about it's named after your mom and it's this big grand thing then you listen to it and it actually like has chanting on it and you're like that's so on the nose for your grand thing like have some and <laughs> right. the same kind of thing like as he gets bigger and better like jesus is king and stuff it's like like oh you're just getting religious that's like that's too obvious you've you've conquered music and fashion and now you just love God. Like it's too straightforward yeah. and it doesn't yeah. have su- the the humor and the winkiness and the cleverness that I want, you know?
1: Well, yeah, I think there's, you know, in the beginning, this, uh, earlier on in this documentary, he says like, I'm going to, uh, you know, I don't come from like going to jail and selling drugs. So I'm going to rap about what I know about and the best way I know to- how to do it. And it's good. And yeah, he does that throughout his career, raps about himself and what he knows about. But eventually when you become that famous and big, all you know about is yourself. So all right. the songs be are about himself and his like And he he yeah, does his, yeah
2: believe he's a god. So he he thinks he's like being honest, but like there's such a charm to um I mean, what's that the first line of um Through the Wire? Yeah. It's like boost it's for so, breakfast. It's so funny. Insure for dessert, somebody order a pancake, I drink the scissor. That's so Charming the yeah. funniest fucking thing in the world for a rapper to name check both <laughs> to be name checking the brands of two different liquid lunches but then the word syrup didn't fit so he just said scissorp. uh like I love that shit so much you know it's so fucking funny also did,
1: well, do you think we'll also saying dessert in a way like to like to make it like
0: he, a uh, he bent hip hop. dessert
2: so that scissor would rhyme yeah. better. Do you think Man. that other people were saying like was Lil Wayne saying scissor I think, already?
0: I think scissor was already like the the Robitussin drink even in two thousand two. I think so. Yeah, huh. I, I I could be wrong, but but still like uh, it flies either way.
2: But like yeah, there's 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 a cheekiness to those proper nouns and then that rhyme, the slant rhyme. I mean, all of it is like even just like gold digger. Is such a great concept for a song, too, that Mm -hmm. it's like, I ain't saying she's a gold digger. And that's so, it's so funny. Just this, like, it's such a specific great thing to write a song about that is like, oh, he deals with, like, we don't know, I don't know that. (laughs) I don't know that experience. (laughs) Yeah. But his observations about that is like, I don't doubt yeah. them for a second. It's so real.
0: You see him on TV any given Sunday, win the Super Bowl, and drive off in a Hyundai.
2: Yeah, oh that's God.
0: good rhyming. That's good. The guy's my man. good. When you you're, good, you're good, <laughs> you're yeah, good. you got it, my man. He's
1: got it. He's he's one of these artists that just got it. Hey, I don't know what it is.
0: Can we can we talk a little bit about Donda? Her,
1: well, can mom. we really quick talk about uh, just going okay. back to the wire? Uh, when he plays it for for Pharrell and Pharrell uh, has to leave the room because he's so excited <laughs> yeah. about it. He comes out, and that he's was like, the coolest.
2: I didn't know. Now I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love him. He's so fun to watch, love things. Like, did you ever see the clip of uh, the Maggie, Maggie Rogers? The Maggie Rogers thing? Yeah, He's great. the best. I, I want to see him uh, uh, listen to some Man, he like he tears plays.
0: up at the Maggie, Maggie Rogers thing. That's a great mm-hmm. video to watch. Yeah. That That'll get you fucking amped. So go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, Donda, Oh, you yeah. can't, you can't, It all makes you sense. You can't not like Donda. She is a, that's
2: the most supportive, charming English teacher mom in the world. It all makes sense.
0: I had heard, you know, like like Pharrell said, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> you, 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 hear about like, hey, his he has a great relationship with his mom. Like his mom is an English teacher, and she was really formative. And uh, oh, you didn't know, but when you see it in the flesh, it's like, wow, this is like the yin to his yang.
2: She's tapped in to we all have great moms. We have super sweet supportive moms, but imagine like running your lyrics by your mom and she's like has good observations and like they're on the same wavelength like creatively.
1: Yeah. She knew, yeah, she was like, oh, and you did that, you featured on Jay-Z's thing or whatever. Like you did that beat for that thing. What was that rhyme you had? I was like, whoa. Yeah, and oh, they're
0: like huge (laughs) stretches of like the way that she would like wrap along to stuff that mm-hmm. he obviously was doing around the living room and like mm-hmm. was coming up with as a teenager and she was like i loved that i always loved that that was i mean ooh, i get it like you you yeah, fully that... fucking get it. uh his dad appears later in like on like a facetime
2: and there's no rapport
1: what is the story with his dad his dad wasn't around right?
0: his dad was is in the picture i think he was like bouncing back and forth from like
2: They were divorced and he was a photographer. Yeah. Like
0: his, his dad would like buy him stuff and he would spend, he would spend summers with his dad, I think. Mm -hmm. But uh, clearly, clearly his mom is the one that like vibes with him. It's crazy. Mm
2: -hmm. Their connection that the, the highlight of the doc is that scene in the, in the first one when he's just like at her apartment and, uh, and she's like a giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing. And just like, it's, you can see how much, how he's like taking that, Usually he talk to a mom and he'd be like, okay, thanks mom. But he's like really internalizing everything she says. She's like his Yoda.
1: <laughs> okay, mom, uh, back to making the fried eggs and uh, you break it, you eat it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tom Cahill? Tom Cahill. To Jeanette Cahill? Um, <laughs> no, it, it just also just showed like, oh, that's another place where the confidence come fr- comes from. Like, I mean, I love, he talks about being insecure and he almost like, paints his insecurity as an outside force like i have to overcome insecurity that's why i have
0: bravado
2: but uh he that's the engine inside him is he had that mom and then he had some obstacles it's just so funny to me that when this doc starts it's like he this thing that he's overcoming is like not being taken seriously as a as a rapper because people think he's just a producer to have produced those beats and make the money he's making stuff is such a great career. And yeah. anyone would be so happy like Swiss beats or whoever is just happy. To, that's an amazing career. You're so rich. Only Kanye would be like, you don't believe in me. Like he turned it into this tale of adversity that he was like a very successful, very wealthy producer. And so, uh,
1: yeah, it would, that shot in the hall where he was talking to that one guy and he's like, He's like, no, no, I'm not rapper producer. That's like saying, you know, the best, uh, you know, blank rapper, the blank best female rapper, the best blank rapper. I want to be the best rapper, rapper. Uh, he doesn't want any like. no qualifiers, no just like, yeah, no asterisks. Also, I was Tim, confused very interesting. Uh, go ahead, Tim, but I do want to come back to this. <laughs> I do <laughs> want to come
2: back to this point. Yeah, I'm it's, sure. I'm sure you don't feel like I'm bailing you out of that. No, uh, no, no, no. I really, I do want to come back. to When it. he said that's like saying the best female rapper, it's so. In that moment, I was like, I think he meant that in the bad way because there's a good way. I, you know, like a female comedian doesn't want to be told you're my favorite female comedian. Right, to right, qualifier is right. bad, but I. I feel like Kanye was saying it in the bad way. Like he thinks oh. that female rappers are not. Oh, I
1: uh-oh. thought he was, because he did a different category too that I just can't bring up, but I, I see what you're saying.
2: <laughs> he eventually, this is not in the uh, doc, but on dissect, I heard a clip of him talking about. um Nikki? Yes. He's talking about Nikki because he's talking ah, about
1: Nikki Mirage. Tra-
2: <laughs> trying to get taken seriously in the fashion world and being mm. told, no. And he's kind of saying that the sneaker people won't admit that he's onto something because they want to keep him out. And then his, uh, analogy is like, look, when I had Nikki on monster, I knew people were going to say, that's the best verse on the best hip hop album of all time. I right. could have cut it, but instead I left her on there and I gave her a career and he's using it to then say like, you should let me have my sneaker career. And he's mm-hmm. making himself out the hero of the situation, but you wouldn't, tell that anecdote if you hadn't actually had the thought of like oh fuck i should cut <laughs> i should cut this nikki verse and no, i do he think did. He,
0: absolutely absolutely yeah.
2: and it is funny that he was like kind of conflicted and, and, it, and it is amazing and she does upstage both him and jay-z and uh it's very funny that he has the ego he has all of it the ego to be like oh fuck i should cut this and then the <laughs> business sense to be like no i'll leave it on there but he didn't give her a career. She's, she's great. She, she, he put right. her on the album because she was hot shit and everybody wanted her and he got her. You know, like.
1: Well, the thing I do want to return to, Tim, you we were talking about, uh, you mentioned Swizz Beats, you know, something like that. He makes a great career. He's rich. I find it very interesting. And I'm a little disappointed, Tim, that you equate uh, money with success. I really did. That's something I... Uh, so
2: to you, like money and success are complete different worlds?
1: if one happens to the other, great, but I don't even see how they could be in the same sentence. It's just how I feel.
2: Sentence, really?
1: Yeah. That's how interested in the art I, I am. <laughs> Man, yeah, well, I know.
2: well, I guess my stance on that is that you're weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I get I get that a lot. I mention that to people when I'm out at parties and things, and they'll say, Well, you know, that doesn't really vibe with all at all what you do because you're not successful <laughs> or an artist. <laughs>
2: And you're like, interesting. Yes, very interesting. Interesting. Well, that's very interesting. Um,
1: well, can I crash here? I, I, I have no place to go.
2: <laughs> do you tend to always pretty much sleep over at any party you go to?
1: Yeah, I get. To, I walk in with a sleeping bag.
0: Should I put this anywhere? Or it's like yeah. nine
2: thirty. People are. It's still a party's in full swing. You're like, I'm trying to get some shit. Yeah. I have an early morning. <laughs> even even when I was a kid, I went camping. I would unzip my sleeping bag all the way. I can't really sleep in, in that little mm. pouch.
0: Mm-hmm. You can't be contained.
2: Yeah, exactly. I've noticed
1: with myself, you you know, Kanye raps about his personal life. I'm going to get into my personal life. Oh, yeah. If, I'm, if I try to go to bed with a T-shirt on or socks <laughs> and I can't fall asleep, all I have to do, I always forget, just take off the shirt or t- uh, yeah. t- T-shirt forget. or socks.
0: Done.
2: I cannot sleep with socks. No, can- I'm I'm am sleeping in briefs and nothing else, even on the coldest night of the year. Don't,
0: don't you ever get cold, Tim?
2: <laughs> I pile on more blankets, or I shiver, <laughs> or I make whoopee.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's a lucky gal.
2: I also I figured out a way you can do it by yourself. But anyway, continue.
0: Ooh. The other thing I've noticed is that I can sleep with cold feet. They don't matter. They're just bones mostly.
2: Yeah, that's Ooh. true.
0: I'm never like, oh, but my feet are so cold. I'm just like, let them be cold. That's fine. It's like barely me.
2: Yeah, there's no vital organs that need to be protected down there. They're all the way down there.
1: I don't care. They say, I mean, we're three, we're three tattoo-less guys. It's said that on uh, getting a tattoo on the top of the foot is very painful. Because oh. it's like right on the
0: bone. Ouch. And hey, imagine the bottom of the foot. Oh. Ooh! <laughs> <Yo>. imagine <laughs> the
2: tip of the dick.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Imagine,
0: imagine the arm.
1: Ooh! <laughs> If we next time we do a, a blowout, let's do. um We each get a, a pirate ship on our chest, <laughs> full.
0: Yeah. Truly, truly, I would do. A, I would do a tattoo for a blowout. Oh man,
1: I, I would love to see that, Jeff. I would not. I can't decide. I'm a, cer-
2: I'm a certified sea captain. What if I got an anchor on my bicep? You That'd be should. Cool. That's, That's fucking I think a, great. I think- Tim, you with
1: a classic uh, with the classic uh, tattoo, with a makes Popeye. Sense.
2: That would be pretty good. And then people say, what, "What did you do to earn that?" I say, "Well, I took a little class on Marina <laughs> Del Rey." <laughs>
0: Jesus, dude, that's so an a, an anchor on your bicep is so funny.
2: It would actually it would be funny if like the the type of anchor I know how to use is not even the one you picture. It's kind of like one of those little clangy ones. Yeah, yeah. It'd be funny to get the accurate <laughs> like modern anchor.
0: Like, oh yeah, I've
1: seen. One what, you can put like text on that's like uh, you know Captain and then Monterey, California, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like where you were stationed, kind of.
2: I got those. I got shorts that say Captain Monterey, California, with a little.
1: Um, Anchor I, I wrote this name down Because I thought it was so funny It was uh, Kanye's uh, assistant or And cousin I think Whose name was uh, Devo Springsteen
2: <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. I missed that
1: That was good He, he was the guy who I, came out to the car artists. And he was like Oh this rapper wants to know If he can like Have your Have uh, you do a beat for him And it was like If it's not possible it If he can do it for yeah. free And yeah. <laughs> Kanye's like That's impossible <laughs>
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> impossible. It's uh, impossible. I like. That. Um, you know, it was a great thing about this doc series was the soothing sounds of Cootie's narration. I uh, he, it yeah. was so great how yeah. when you talk to him, he's a super charismatic guy. He's like Channel Zero, Chicago. How's it going? Then when he does uh, narration, it'd be like when we got back to L.A. Yeah, Kanye yeah, Kanye had changed yeah is this like something about getting a little get him getting him into an editing bay and he really yeah, like it uh, brings uh, out
3: the the
0: soothing tenor
1: of his voice <laughs> you know what oh, i thought i yeah. thought donda had a very soothing voice i i could uh yeah. i could she put me to sleep i uh i thought donda
0: was delightful yeah she was she was cool What a fucking bummer, that whole thing. Like, I mean.
2: Cosmetic surgery, that's so sad.
0: Complications from like, I think it was breast implants or. Yes, and Kanye
2: has said, he's like, if I didn't move to LA, my mom would have not been in that position. My mom would be alive today if it were not for me and my choices. And he's right. And that fucking sucks.
0: What a cruel thing that the byproduct of his success and his, his ambition led to the death of his mom in a strange way. It's. Yeah awful.
1: You could also argue that that's like, he, it's not his fault, and I, he puts it on him because he's yes. a, you know, a, a narcissistic person or whatever. But, uh, I'm sure it's like, oh, it's just over here. <laughs> that, that'll be 80 bucks. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <effort>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Michael. Anyway, uh, do, do you think, like, the three of us, personally, I don't think think this way. We don't have Kanye West tendencies where we've had uh, f- our friends film us for <laughs> documentaries about us. But do you think you could, like, shape your life in that way? Like, like you know, things that happen to you, good or bad, make them into these, like, tales and legends that you kind of make up yourself? Yes. You know, if something bad happened to one of your moms. We all do.
2: I like, what? I think that's, that's but not not cool, in
1: not in a Kanye West sense.
2: I mean, I think if you're an artist, you're doing that. And, and I think that Kanye's not, you know, like... Bob Dylan, Highway 61 revisited. He's like turned the, the lore of like, you know, I used to live in Minnesota and now I'm a New York folky. How do yeah. you get down here? Highway 61. And he turned it into a folklore thing. Mm-hmm. I think that people that, that, uh, if you're a, an artist, be a narcissist, you're kind of doing that all the time. I right, think it's a right. helpful tool to push a narrative. You know, the, the years don't totally work out with Kanye. Where like, when he's like, Oh man, the VMAs, I was just like so sad about my mom, and then this happened. If you if you really look at the timeline, it's kind of a little bit screwy. But mm-hmm. he's kind of like he's he's kind of like writing this story for the public, and then also convincing himself it is the story. But like, there's like two years between Donda dying and I'm gonna let you finish, you know. But he's mm-hmm. sort of like, well, I didn't have time off. I made 808s and heartbreaks, but it's like, yeah, but that was a grieving album where you were sad, so. Uh, well,
1: I'm sure so by Tim's metric, you know, somebody gets a year to grieve their mother, who is their best friend, and uh, they should be over it. And they can, wow, so well, you, it's very you,
2: convenient that if you got <laughs> drunk and were rude to Taylor Swift, that you would be like, um, I'm grieving my mother, you know. Uh, so I, I, I'll
1: did. do that, at, I'll go to restaurants and I won't uh, tip and I'll be leaving, and they'll be like, hey, what? I was like, I'm grieving Kanye's mom,
2: <laughs> I'm grieving Donda. <laughs>
1: But but I think I think my point that I'm struggling to get to is that it there's a that's also a talent or like a mental quirk to be like I'm going to shape everything into funnel it into you know the Mike Hanford story which
0: uh, don't you, but but it. don't you think of your own life that way like like yeah but like, but Mike, not- Mike you you have had chapters of your life you're in a strange chapter of your life now you don't <laughs> I think it's pretty. Nice. I mean, you might be, Yeah, I mean, I know you're having a blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, uh, you know, we all think of ourselves as like uh, the hero of a story and he's just very good at making a fucking album out of it. That's what I'm saying. I, it, it takes the, the talent is
1: taking your life and making it into a a good album.
2: Oh, uh, And, and I, but I think with him, what's, what's also cool about Kanye is it's, it's not just only in the albums where it's, it's all part of the thing. Cause like Bruce Springsteen is always, every album is like, oh, the river is like, You know, I was a rock star and I was on the road, but I came home and I didn't know where to go because Mm. I'm like, we're like the lost boys and I'm on the road. What does it mean to be turning 30 as a rock and roll kid? And Mm. so he, every, it's always a chapter of his life, but Bruce wasn't living, Bruce wasn't interrupting people at the VMAs and stuff. Kanye turns it all into the thing. So it's like George Bush doesn't care about black people and. Uh, you know, Beyonce it's like performance made the, art in a way. Yeah, it's like all it's all spun. That it's all part B-O-N-O. of the thing, and that's why I meant to say up top. We also the three of us on the pod don't support uh, Kanye. Uh, you know what he's like berating Kim and yeah, like the kids and all that stuff. Yeah, we, we we condemn that behavior, but but also it's like it's all. You don't just accidentally marry Kim Kardashian, the hottest lady on the planet in that moment, you know, and accidentally Mm -hmm. become. Uh,
1: I'm a Gemma Jameson guy, but all right.
2: (laughs) But but (laughs) uh, well, I mean, like, and and like uh, fame wise, it's like to find yourself in Calabasas on keeping up with the Kardashians and stuff. It's like it's all he's living the fake. You know, Jeff, I warned you about being too much like Steve-O and trying to live your podcast persona yeah. no, in real life when no, you, when you said you were drinking uh hard seltzers at every party you go to. Yeah. Kanye gleefully. <laughs> wow. The the Instagram and the Twitter and the talk show appearances and the crying at at a, at a presidential press conference or whatever he's doing, mm-hmm. it's all the thing because it either ends up on the album or the album influences the stuff and he happens to have his mental breaks when he's promoting yeah. an album. It, but
0: it's, but I, I think he's a guy who, when he's working on an album, he stops taking his meds because that's, yeah. mm. when, that's when he feels like a superhero is when he's going up. and He getting, tweeted
2: that once. He it, said, I can't make dark, twisted fantasy on my meds. You mm. want
0: to say like, no, that's not true. But I mean, obviously, those are like personal decisions that a lot of people make mm-hmm, all the sure. time. And there's not one answer for one person isn't going to be the right thing for yeah. another person. What does make you wonder like, Ooh, is he right?
2: I think that he is I don't know. I mean, he's made some great music so so the the results speak for themselves, but I think that he disrespects uh people that actually like can read music and play an instrument that like yeah. there's a shorthand that gets you n- n- like your average piano teacher is not going to make a masterpiece album. But it can get you. You can get your work done a little faster if you know what you're doing. Jeff, I was just griping to you about this thing about how he was t- on uh, Runaway when he was like singing the the solo at the end of it,
0: the sort of auto tune Casio outro. That is long. Yeah, by the, the wordless. Way. Yeah, it
2: kind of sounds like a guitar solo, but he's singing it. And I heard an interview where he's like, "That was amazing. I was crying when I was doing that because sometimes the abstract can say more than actual words." And I was telling you that it's like he's just talking about music like notes there are yeah. people that play notes and he thinks he's he, inventing he, he it.
0: was having the feeling of playing a guitar solo
2: exactly anyone that touches a guitar knows that feeling but he thinks he invented <laughs> it and he's referring to it as the ab- abstract
0: but he's coming from such a he's coming from such a verbal part of the brain sure like like he's coming from like a rhymer part of the brain
2: and it is the opposite yeah
0: it's now like, if you're just dealing with notes and expression and the and the climbing and falling of the human yeah. howl. Yeah, that's going to be an expressive thing.
2: I think that he could be on his meds and then start an album and get it up to like, it's like a B-minus album, then go off the meds for a little bit, <laughs> just a little <laughs> bump it up to an A+, and then get back on those meds.
1: Well, fun, <laughs> what, you were, what you were talking about with the uh, the Kim stuff and the kids, that's the, the part of it, because you watch this documentary, especially the early part, it's just like, man, this little bashful little guy who's Thinks he's great, but he's also like a dork. Not bashful, but no,
3: he's a he dork. Is, and he likes a dork.
1: He's a huge dork, and he's just like, he can't get people to listen to him. And he's just like, you can see in his face how kind of worried he is all the time. And then he gets famous and does stuff like the stuff with Kim or when he was promoting Trump. Like, that's dangerous level stuff. That you're kind of like, ooh, that's...
0: It's you one thing f- to be a little cringy when you're singing All Falls Down to a uh, secretary. It's another thing to be cringy when you're... When you're stopping SNL to make a speech. Yeah, and, and like the stopping down when he feels slighted. In part three, he's very lucid for a lot of the time, but then you'll get him going on a subject and he will go off the rails and yeah. and and go and go stream of consciousness in a way that nobody can follow and i was he knows saying, he's always had this as a kid he had it yeah but yeah i yeah. feel like i feel like his mom had his feet on the ground and maybe medication is part of it too and maybe fame is part of it too but man it was so sad part three like it, it was really, really is ooh.
2: i was wondering i was saying to jessica when we were watching it like how when he starts talking and he talks for a long time and he's not making sense and he's like objectively not making sense because he's not on his meds and everyone around him doesn't know what he's saying and he keeps talking and talking, I'm like, how does he get things done? Because we know he's powerful, he has a lot of money and he has people to work for him, but like literally the words, if he were my boss right. and then and we had a fashion show coming up or we're putting out yeah. a sneaker or whatever it is. And then if he talked to me for two hours, like, and then I was like, I'm the guy who has to go send the emails, like based on the meeting, I wouldn't know what to do. Right. Like a lot of his sentences did not make sense yet. Hmm. He puts out two albums this year. It's crazy.
0: And it's tragic. Cause even in part three, they show him like talking about sneakers and he's so engaged and clear. Mm-hmm. About the shape of the shoe and the silhouette and stuff, and it's like, wow, okay, he's the same as ever. And then I think when you touch on something emotionally charged, he loses
1: it. You get the feeling that like his brain has gone, is going much quicker than he's his mouth is. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like he's he's filling his mouth is finally catching up like little bits of in chunks of what his brain is already doing.
2: He'll he'll start to get worked up, and you could feel it happening where someone asks him a normal question. Mm. And he starts talking and then he brings up an instance of him being slighted or people yes. thinking that he can't being do it. And then he gets louder and louder. and uh, mm. It reminds me of our, our beloved good friend, Mookie B, is very aware of how he needs to sometimes take a deep breath. when If he's talking about like a bad comedy that he hates... I'll, uh, and I'll get him going and I'll apologize sometimes I'll be like hey you see that bad comedy and I'll be like yeah yeah that kind of sucked and he was doing that thing with this and he was like, and, uh, and then like I see Mookie starts to like breathe heavy and now he's like off on a rant about some bad comedy and I wound him up uh, and, and Mookie has the self-awareness to be like I'm doing that thing that I'm supposed to do <laughs> Kanye is just like he will build and build and build man it's crazy yeah. to do that to yourself
1: well and he's that like the fame, the fame aspect of his whole situation. Or any huge celebrity is so interesting to me. The like he probably doesn't have anyone to be like, "What are you talking about? What do what you like?" And for years hasn't had anyone to say that, right. so he's not used to, to like letting right. anyone else checks uh, and balances. They're just yeah, going. exactly. Yeah, there
2: was something. I feel like recently in a doc like we watched within the last year, you got to see a celebrity have that. Like, what are you talking about? Because. Like, um, we've talked about like, uh, George Lucas being surrounded by yes men and stuff like that. Right. And like this unchecked sort of, but like there was something we watched where somebody made something didn't said something didn't make sense. And then one of their entourage was like, what are you talking about? Um,
0: I know, uh, <laughs> I know Bieber Bieber's mom hired somebody mm. to like be Bieber's friend and like not take shit from him. Wow. paid like an older friend of his to be like, go with him yeah. on tour and just like make sure he like stays in line. Don't let him get too big for his britches.
2: Working with uh, celebrities in comedy on TV shows, it can be real hard to be super honest and be like, I don't really like that idea. But the instances I can think of of like people speaking up celebs fucking love it uh, when they are Kept in check by yeah. someone they're working with, and if yeah. if if you have the balls to turn to a celebrity and be like, uh, "That's not my favorite thing you've done," they they are like, "Ooh, now I trust you in your inner circle."
1: <laughs> Next time I meet a celebrity, I'll be like, "What are you wearing?" Oh God,
2: <laughs> Mike, you got to carry carry the lint around, put the lint on the shoulder, say, "How long has that been there?"
1: <laughs> Whatever they start talking, I'm like, "Can any hold on a like, Can anyone understand this person?" You need to take a breath. <laughs> you
2: make no sense. <laughs> Ah, You know what I do is, uh, if I meet a celebrity, I'll sort of turn all the uh, gas lights down a little bit. And then they're like, it's kind of dim in here. I'm like, no, 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 it's just as bright as ever.
1: (laughs) You know, uh, there was a funny part in, after he got his jaw, he's working on Through the Wire or whatever, and he's doing an interview and he's like, I was up there in the hospital room for seven days and I was watching uh, hip-hop shows and stuff on TV. And I, I just kept thinking... I was going to be, I got to be the best. I'm going to be the best, the
0: best dressed rapper. Cause I'm looking at these guys. in the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Yeah.
0: He is for a while there. I was just like, Kanye's not funny, but he has a good sense of humor. That was always sort of my thinking. But then uh-huh. there are little times where i like, he is funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you
2: know who he is so similar to in every way is Donald Trump. And yeah, he makes sure, me laugh. Yeah. He makes me laugh in the same Trumpy type of ways sometimes too. And you're like, "Damn, fuck!" <laughs> yeah, it's like
0: this guy's a little trolley piece of shit. Yeah, but,
2: but he's getting a rise out of me, and we're talking about him, aren't we? Yeah. Mm.
1: Is he done? Is Kanye done with the uh, the uh, presidential can't run?
2: I don't know because he he backed off of the trump support when he yeah. was like when then he was going to run against trump um i i don't think he's done with the president thing
1: yeah is his i, I would imagine his we don't hear about that because his whole life right now is uh, you know kim and pete davidson and that
2: i think his whole life is oh, like honestly really just that don two was coming out and he was stirring ah. shit but i think that when uh, we get to the next election season if he wants to be president his whole life will be about that again you know you know
1: what song I liked of his on more, one of his more recent albums was the one that was like, I can't think of the name of it. It was like, uh, I can't think of the metal even, but I liked them <laughs> song. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was uh, like putting your hand on the stove until it bleeds. Does that ring a bell? Ooh. It was on Ghosts Don't...
2: Oh, uh, Kids Ghost. oh, Kids See Ghosts. Oh, Kids See Ghosts. Yeah.
1: Fuck, I forget what it was called. And I can't think of it. I can't just draw the tune out of my um, head right now.
2: Speaking of being truthful to people, I love there was a Kid Cuddy moment in this where he's oh. kind of shit-talking Kanye, and I didn't realize Kanye's in the room, and he's saying, like, man, if we're talking depression and anxiety, I'm on board. When we start talking about that, I'm the best shit. Braggadocious shit. I can't hang. I, not, yeah. Like, I can't hang. Huh. And then the camera winds out, and Kanye's sitting next to him laughing. And I was like, oh, that's great that they have that relationship. Huh.
0: Man, I wish there was an app that told you, like, any given day, are Kanye and Cuddy cool? Yeah. Because... I think currently they are not.
2: No, because last I saw no, I, was, I mean
1: I'm I'm losing sleep over that relationship. I <laughs> I need that.
2: <laughs> the last I, mean, I saw was that uh Cuddy had commented on that Instagram when when Kanye said that Cuddy can't be on Donda 2 because he's friends with Skeet. Then uh Cuddy replies like it. I
0: don't want to be on your album, you're dinosaur. You
2: dinosaur. <laughs> Damn. Oof. Um and then it, it was funny because I think that was funny and harsh to call him dinosaur, but then he also was like since like, everybody knows I've been the best part of your music for years or whatever, and I don't think that that's true either. Uh, I think Cuddy has collabed on some of his best songs, but you, you but would like, never they've be had, like...
0: They've had so many back and forths. Like, they had a fallout before, and then like, he checked into an establishment, and then Kanye was just like, we're going to sing so loud, Cudi can hear us live. They
2: all... They're playing this they did an, like an album fucking together, fucking and then they were... Yeah, Kim goes to the Donda events. They're all fine, and we're dorks for being worried about I it. I think
0: that's it. I think they're all they, fine, and we're dorks.
2: But hey, I do. I would hey. love to see where some real drama could be. Nope. Is imagine like a sort of uh, like a black swan type situation where, like, let's say it's 2016, your kid Cuddy, and you, you're like, man, this is amazing. I, I'm like Kanye's right hand man. And then life of Pablo is getting going and oh, suddenly chance is around a little bit more Mm. and maybe Cuddy's not in it so much. And, and I, I, I want to know those guys that will, won't tell that story. What does it feel like to be, to be cootie, and Chike or whatever when you, when new people are edging you out and then you're all kind of like yeah. feeding off this money machine
0: it's like uh in fight club when edward norton starts to feel like jared loto coming in and being yes. tyler durden's favorite yeah there's <laughs> like, the new
2: young buck in town or or
0: in uh boogie nights when uh oh yeah that that new guy comes in what's and his threat-
2: name like buck or something or- yeah what is that buck, buck
0: something buck. <laughs>
2: hmm well What's the original version of that? I'm sure that's like a sh- in Shakespeare or something where like there's a there's like a aging star and then a new person comes along. Mm, it's not
1: Macbeth. I just read Macbeth in preparation oh for the Coen brothers movie. It wasn't Coen brothers. It was just one of the Coens. So I had to. <laughs> sort of, I should have had to then. Yeah, why? Wow. <laughs> yeah, asked well, <I> kind of <laughs> Jeff about editing that. So. But, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, the big hand bob will splice that out. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, he gets in there with the
2: with the scissors and the tape.
0: <laughs> he does things old school. Yeah, he cuts it up. We're gonna cut I, this
2: I, one I, real real. All right.
1: <laughs> I I out a list of uh, cuts I would like Jeff to make, and I mail them to him. <laughs> uh, 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 you mentioned uh, Life of Pablo. Jeff and I went to a uh, we went to a show on that tour at the uh, Forum. It yeah. was the coolest. It was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, he he was on that. You see he pictures was, of it. He was on like that stage oh, that, that just yeah, floated that. back and
0: forth. Right. I've only seen him twice, and I saw the eight oh eight show at the Hollywood Bowl. Bowl. I was there with like the, the anniversary show or whatever. And then didn't you Michael go to the, like the
2: glow in the dark graduation type of shows? No, I wish I did. Too. Oh, <laughs> Jefferson. Did you? No, i would never seen him alive at all. And honestly, I wouldn't because I'm so scared of him like walking off two songs into the show, screaming at me and being mad at me and then taking (laughs) my money and leaving.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, I, um, does happen. I went to one of those shows, his like glow, you know, neon shows. And Twista was, you know, supposed to be there to do first, what was that? Slow Jams, right? Yeah. And, uh, he got sick, stomach flu, or something like that. I was wandering backstage, like, "Can you do the part?" I was like, "I oh. think I can." I don't know. And if we go out there. I biffed it, man, bad. <laughs> oh no! Because oh, it's Mike, so fast. Sorry, i don't it's, fast. Really, it's really fast. I don't even really know the lyrics.
2: <laughs> that sucks to just biff it. It's such a kind of like a, you're, they're putting you on a pedestal there. It's a big yeah. moment, yeah. and yeah. it would have been so cool if you came through in the clutch.
1: They were gonna. They were after the song. They were about to give me my Rockefeller chain, and I was gonna be like, eh. "Yeah, yeah." What is, does Kanye have a, a record label now? Or is he just his own?
0: Still Rockefeller, I think.
1: Ah. Wow. Yep. Does, and my last question of the whole episode for you guys. Does Dame Dash rap? No idea. I don't think is, so.
0: He's just a producer or he oh, just oh, runs Con- Kanye's label is good music, I think. Mm. Or it was for a time.
2: Good. Dame Dash, that was a cool kind of thing of lore- that I had heard of is like, you know, when Kanye like had his own party, when Rockefeller wouldn't put out his album, he had his own release party and then Dame Dash showed up and then like Cootie had a shot of that very moment. That
0: was yep. amazing. Yep. There was a lot of moments where I was like, wow, turns out cameras were rolling that entire time. Yep. This Kanye mythology was documented right there.
3: Yeah.
1: And, and it's like, it's, it's uh, not old enough that it's like, oh, I would never have. You know, you watch a lot of documentaries about, you know, older music and it's like, oh well, I wasn't there or I was very, very young. But this was kind of happening when when I could kind of knew a little bit about it. Right. Um, and it's also funny seeing uh anytime I see like old hip hop stuff, it's like you know, people are wearing fashion that I just like is is way too old. Mm-hmm. But this was early two thousands, so it's like, yeah, that's pretty normal uh, attire for I was around then and I know what's going on.
2: Yeah. It's but, cool to have just enough distance... Dis, oh, go ahead. Yep.
1: Well, um, you want me to finish, Tim? Uh, yep. That's the show, folks. We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was segueing into. But I but do want to hear your thoughts. Maybe we can do it uh, next... If I, if I can have you guys back in the blowout next week, I would love to hear that thought.
2: Uh, that would be... So yeah. this is like one of these talk show situations where you, you, we, we didn't finish everything, so you invite us you back. We'll have to have yeah. you back. That used to happen. I think like like Johnny Carson would be like, oh, we didn't get to finish the talking to you, Wink Martindale. Why don't you come back tomorrow night? Yeah. Like,
1: what else do you have to talk about? Uh what were you gonna say, Tim? I'd love to hear it.
2: Oh, well, I just I, I was gonna echo that that I like fashion that is and stuff that's recent. Like so, yeah, like eighteen years ago or whatever, it still felt kind of fresh, but as it's catching up, Life of Pablo release party, you see him kind of like wearing a dad hat and a long sleeve tee, and uh-huh. it's like, ooh, it's catching up. But I never am aware. Of trends while they're happening. I need four years to look back and say, oh, that was a trend, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That's why I like your style, Tim. It's just go with the Hawaiian shirts and the Tabasco shirts, and you don't have to no, worry about no, the trends. No, no,
2: my new thing is whatever's on the runways of Milan, I am <laughs> oh, it. Oh, shit.
1: Is it Fashion Week? When is Fashion Week? We should probably do a blowout oh, for that.
2: Fuck, we've missed it. Fuck. Ah,
1: damn it. We always miss it. Duh.
2: No, <laughs> well, they don't invite us.
1: They do. They sent them to me. I look at these things—a big clunky piece of mail. I said, "I'm not." He says, please, please tell that Jeff right and now. Tim as well. <laughs> well, the cough is back, and you know what that means it means I have talked too much. Yep. I am so happy that uh, my guests could be here, Tim and Jeff. Uh, you guys have—you're uh, gonna be on the road. I understand. Oh God.
2: Mm. Where you guys, yeah, well, yeah, we live life on the road. Yeah, so. I mean, you guys if, sort of, if Jeff doesn't change his hair color too much, we'll go on the yeah, road.
0: It's yeah. Yeah. sort of our natural state—the road. You know?
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, good, good. Well, I, you know, it's always exciting to have you on. It's always exciting to see what you guys have up next. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out, folks. Thanks for listening. We love the patrons. Please tell your friends about the. The podcast, either the main or the Patreon. No, just and the Patreon. You can just yeah, tell them about the Patreon. Tell your or don't even tell your friends anything. Just maybe let maybe let them tell you something for once. Listen. Yeah, yeah, That's a nice way to. Communication starts with listening. A lot of people don't realize that. Please do yourself a favor and get on vote.org. You gotta get voting. <laughs> I don't
2: know. <laughs> Get voting. Don't wait till there's an election. Get voting now.
1: Go to votedog.org right now and you can vote for any candidate you want before they start slimming down the race. That's when it gets tough. Mm.
2: That's when it gets tough.
1: <laughs> for us the voter. Uh, I, I
2: want to vote but there are so few candidates.
1: They got rid of my some of my faves. Now I got to vote for uh, you know Dole and Clinton but not the oh be oh All right, bye folks. Bye, folks.
3: Bye. <laughs>